Well, hey there. It's Sarah. I'm back with another episode that is going to help you level up your life. And today I want to talk about discipline because as motivated moms, you and I are people who are always working on growing in our personal development. We're very interested in always trying to be better people, to be better mamas to our kiddos, to become more resilient, and to become ever more aligned and on track with our goals, right? So let's have a heart-to-heart. From one mama to another, I understand that it can feel incredibly frustrating when we feel like we aren't showing up for ourselves in the way we promised ourselves we would, to feel like we aren't making the progress we thought we would make by now, and to witness ourselves constantly giving up and losing traction when we get busy, when things get hard, when we get discouraged. I know just how much you probably beat yourself up and probably do it without even noticing. So I want to start off by saying that if you resonate with that kind of frustration I just described, you are not alone. We are all our own biggest critic, and we put so much pressure on ourselves to get it right all of the time. In my career as a life coach, I am truly fascinated and actually obsessed with learning how people make positive change, how to make change stick, how to reach our goals, and how to continue to level up in all areas of our life. And I have learned so much that I just love sharing with you on this podcast and in my coaching program, Breakthrough. And before we get into talking about how to develop more discipline, there's something I want you to know. There's something I need you to know. And that is, if you're someone who struggles with staying disciplined or staying consistent, there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) And I'm going to explain the science behind discipline today and how you can develop more of it. But see, as humans... We tend to tie our sense of worth and our individual value to whether or not we can stay disciplined. We admire people who seem like they can stick to the diet or the workout program, people who are consistent with the way they discipline and raise their kids, or people who seem to be incredibly disciplined in any area of their life. We tell ourselves that they have something that we don't have. And we beat ourselves up for the ways in which we let ourselves down when it comes to discipline. You know, whether it's drinking a couple glasses of wine when you said you weren't going to, or eating a box of Oreos in the pantry when you said you were on a diet, or, you know, choosing to sleep in instead of getting up and working out, or procrastinating on a project that you intended to have started weeks ago, all of these things that we do and we beat ourselves up over, we are not alone in the fact that it keeps happening. And after years and years of setting resolutions and letting ourselves down, we may at times tell ourselves 
maybe it's just not possible for me to make the change I want to make. But my friend, today, it's time to let go of the shame and guilt. Because that's only going to keep you stuck. And in this episode, I'm going to explain to you why it's pointless to feel guilty or shameful if you haven't been disciplined in the past, and why there's nothing wrong with you. I'll never forget the feeling that I once had after I was listening to a podcast for moms similar to mine, and I'm not going to name which one, obviously, but she was talking about the importance of consistency. And everybody talks about consistency, and I agree. It's very, very important. I fully advocate for consistency. But the way she was describing it, you know, she was bragging about how she is so religious about publishing her podcast episodes at the same time, every single week on the same day. And that's why people take her seriously. And I don't know. I mean, I agree with her. I think it's important. But when I was listening to it, you know, of course, I started criticizing myself and the areas in which I wasn't being in showing up consistency consistently in my life. And it just made me feel like, well, gee, you know, like if I don't show up consistency consistently and as disciplined as she does, then, well, no one's going to take me seriously. And these thoughts and feelings stuck with me for years after I listened to that. And it happened every time I didn't do something exactly as consistent as I had intended to, I would remember what she was talking about, and I would feel like a failure. A lot of our negative self-talk comes from how we compare ourselves to others and how we criticize ourselves based on other people's standards or opinions or how they're living their life. And the fact of the matter is, I'm not always perfectly consistent with getting these podcast episodes out here, you know, at the same time on the same day every single week. It's true. I have a lot to work on still in many ways that I want to grow as a business owner, as a coach, as a mom, you know, in all areas of my life. But I'll never forget this feeling that I had when she was talking about consistency in a way where it's like, well, you need to be more consistent because if you're not, then you're a failure. That's how I took it. And granted, that was my self-talk that was coming from what she was actually saying, which was that consistency is important. But the reason I tell you this, my own personal experience and hearing about how another person was talking about consistency and discipline is because I never want you to listen to this podcast and the things that I share with you on this podcast and feel like you're doing anything wrong. I always want you to walk away after listening to this and feel inspired and feel motivated to live your best life, which is why I'm always encouraging you to focus on the ways in which you feel proud and the ways in which you are winning in your life, first and foremost, before any positive changes to occur. 
I want to preface this episode talking about discipline with that because what could easily happen is some of you could hear me talk about discipline and think to yourself, I'm not disciplined enough and judge yourself and criticize yourself. And that's not what I want you to walk away with from this episode. I want you to learn what discipline really is, why it's so hard to stay disciplined, and why there's absolutely nothing wrong with you if you're not as disciplined as you'd like to be, and how to develop more discipline in your life so that you can have more of the outcomes that you want. Okay, now I'm pretty sure that that was the longest intro ever, like in the history of this podcast. So thanks for staying with me. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for being so dedicated to your personal growth, for being so dedicated to becoming the best version of yourself. Like I always say, when you work on yourself, you make the world a better place for you, for your kids, for your family, for the next generation, and for all of us now. And to you, my dear, I am so grateful And I'm honored to be on this journey with you and you continue to inspire me every single day. This is the Motivation for Mom show, a personal development podcast for moms hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I have a gift I want to give you. Now, I believe that my success in anything I'm doing, whether it's in my business or home life or my relationship with my family or mental health, absolutely anything, depends on how well-planned I am in advance and how intentional I am with my time. Planning in advance gives me the opportunity to make sure that the important things are getting done and that my needs are getting met. And so the gift I want to give you today is my daily scheduling worksheet that I designed to help you plan your day. On this simple worksheet, I also made space for you to write out your morning and nighttime routines so it's all in one place. To get this free download, just go to themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. And in addition to the blank worksheet, which you can print out and fill out as many times as you want to, I'm also going to give you a copy of my handwritten daily schedule so you can kind of get an idea of how I divide up my day. This worksheet has been getting downloaded like crazy lately, which tells me that you guys need this. So go get yours for free right now on your phone at themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. That's themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. Now let's get into today's episode, sister. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to a couple of you. Marie Du, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Gosh, I hope I'm saying that right. She left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and said, 
Subscribe now. Sarah is a gift to mothers. She's so uplifting and encouraging while being relatable. Her episodes are the perfect length to connect and learn and leave with inspired action. All moms need to subscribe now. (laughs) Thank you for that amazing review on Apple Podcasts. And I also want to give a shout out to Megan D, who posted in our Motivated Moms Facebook group and said, Hi, I'm new here. I started listening to this podcast a couple weeks ago, and it has been totally mood-altering for me. I have a 10-month-old little girl born via IVF after about four years of struggling, and I have two teenage live-in stepchildren from my husband's previous marriage and pets, and I'm currently a stay-at-home mom while I do online schooling to be a medical transcriptionist. Anyway, things at times can get somewhat repetitive, and I feel like I'm running around like a crazy person doing laundry, cleaning, cooking, baby stuff, and spending four-ish hours on schoolwork. I am also on a weight loss journey, down 22 pounds in three months. I walk every morning with Melania, I think that's her daughter, in a stroller and have been listening to this show. I am feeling so alive and blessed instead of exhausted and overwhelmed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love taking something from whatever episode I listen to and applying it to my life as a mom, stepmom, wife. Keep them coming. Thanks, Megan. That was such a sweet share in our Motivated Moms Facebook group, and it is so nice to meet you and be on this journey with you. Also, Ima Colada. I hope I'm saying her name right. Okay, it's either Imacolata or Imacolata, but either way, beautiful name. I love it, and I know that you've been hanging out with us um, in our Motivated Moms Facebook group for a while now, and she said, I just truly feel it in my heart and soul to express to you today just how much your words of encouragement, kindness, and inspiration truly affect my life in a positive way. I know I haven't done your breakthrough program yet, but just simply listening to your podcast can change my day around. Life has been so crazy lately, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for shining your light. Thank you for being an inspiration to those who need uplifting and positive vibes. I know your life isn't perfect. Ain't that the truth? Which is why I also want to thank you for being real, open, and honest to help us moms feel like we are not alone in life's imperfections. Your most recent podcasts lately have been so relatable. I even especially love the one with your husband because it made me feel like I wasn't the only one with real life marriage struggles. I could have totally DM'd all of this to you, I know, but I wanted this posted on your Facebook page because I know there are many others who feel the same way I do. So thank you again for sharing your life, spreading love, and being you. You are truly making a difference in our Much appreciated. Okay, seriously, you're going to make me like ugly cry right now. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. That was so incredibly thoughtful. And yes, you are not alone in your real life marriage struggles. If any of you have listened to any of Greg and I's conversations on this podcast, we've only had a couple, but we're going to do more because I know that you um, appreciate those and hearing Greg's perspective and just kind of seeing like how we deal with real life arid struggles in the day-to-day. So anyways, thank you for that. And I just want you to know I love each and every one of you listening, and I always appreciate it when I hear from you and when I get feedback. It truly makes what I do feel worthwhile, especially when I know that 
this podcast in particular is actually adding value to your life. So thanks. Now today I want to talk about discipline, why it's so hard to stay disciplined in the areas we need and want to be disciplined in and how to become more disciplined. Because you know that developing discipline is going to be the key to activating some really positive habits in your life and getting the outcomes that you want, whether it be in your health and fitness, in your home life, in your relationships, or growing in your personal or professional development journey. By the way, can you guys hear the rain pouring in the background? Like it is dumping rain here in Georgia right now. I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear it like in the, you know, headphones that I have on listening to myself record this, but it's kind of soothing. I hope it doesn't bother you. Anyways, it can feel hard and even impossible at times to stay disciplined in either doing the things we need to do or in being disciplined in restraining ourselves from doing the things that we know we have a tendency to do, but that don't get us the outcomes that we want. And this can be you know, overeating, not cleaning up after ourselves, putting our phones away at night so we can go to bed early, and so on and so forth. I want to talk about three reasons why it's hard to stay disciplined. I'm going to talk about willpower and how it relates to discipline. I'm going to talk about the fact that discipline is boring and how, and I'm going to talk about distraction and how it's keeping you from staying disciplined. So number one, we know that willpower doesn't work. It simply doesn't work. We have a limited capacity for good decision-making and it decreases as we go throughout the day. I've talked about this before. You and I, as moms, have like a thousand macro and micro, big and little, decisions that we make on any given day. What are we going to wear today? What are our kids going to wear today? Do we have enough clothes for the week? What do we need to do today? What do our kids want us to do today? You know, keeping in mind the needs of all of our family members. What do they need right now? How will today and what we do today affect their future? What's for breakfast? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? Do we need to order anything from Amazon? Do we need to order anything from the grocery store? Do we need to stop by the grocery store? Am I spending enough time with my kids? Are they spending too much time on screens? You know, should I enroll them in piano or swimming lessons or karate. I mean, the list of decisions that we make on any given day goes on and on and on. And usually we have about a thousand things floating around in our brain that we haven't actually made a decision on, but it's still taking up our brain power. And it's no wonder why it's challenging to stay disciplined especially as we near the end of the day. Now in the book, Willpower Doesn't Work by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Love that book. It's one of my favorites. He says, according to psychological research, your willpower is like a muscle. It's a finite resource that depletes with use. As a result, by the end of your strenuous days, your willpower muscles are exhausted and you're left to your naked and defenseless self with zero control to stop the nighttime munchies and time wasters. He goes on to say, if you want to make any permanent change in your life, willpower won't get you there. 
whether you want to get healthier, stop using social media so much, improve your relationships, be happier, write a book, or start a business, willpower won't help you with any of these things. Personal progress and achieving success are best approached like you're overcoming addiction because quite literally, that's what you're doing. As human beings, we all have addictions. I openly admit, he says, being addicted to social media, my current belief system, my comfort zone, and my excuses. I'm also addicted to a lot of other behaviors that contradict my goals. We are all addicted, and the cognitive dissonance is numbing. If you're serious about the changes you want to make, willpower won't be enough. Quite the opposite, willpower is what's holding you back. Now, personally, I hope you take comfort in knowing that if you feel limited in your ability to exert willpower and stay disciplined, or if you feel that it's hard for you to stick to your guns and do the things you said you were going to do, I hope you know, and I hope you take comfort in knowing that there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, it's very understandable why you and I, in the role we're currently in, doing arguably the most hardest job there is in the world, and with all that's on our plate, to simply rely on willpower to be disciplined. Now, there is a way to become more disciplined, and it's not by using willpower. So let's start there. I highly recommend that you read Dr. Ben Hardy's book, Willpower Doesn't Work. And in the meantime, I want you to notice the ways in which you are currently relying on willpower to stay disciplined. You know, what are you actually doing to practice being disciplined? A lot of you are only saying, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, or I want to do that later. And you set a point and make it an intention to do that thing, but then it stops there. What I want you to do to make it easier for yourself to actually stay disciplined is find a way to automate or systematize the thing you want to do more consistently. The book says that tweaking your environment is one of the greatest contributing factors to your success. So for example, if you find yourself overeating every single night after the kids go to bed, even though you said you wanted to stop eating after 7 p.m. Now, a strategic approach is to think about the flow of your evening after your kids go to bed and how easy, how so easy it is to find yourself winding up in the kitchen, shoving your face with cookies and chips. What you can do is plan an activity that meets the needs you're trying to meet by seeking out food, you know, identify what need are you trying to satisfy by seeking out food and what could help you meet that need in healthier ways. You know, it could be journaling while drinking a soothing tea or doing yoga or maybe just simply going to bed earlier because you might just be overtired. Now, there's also coaching techniques that you can do to figure out the thoughts that are causing these feelings that are leading you to drown yourself in food at night, and we can work on thought work. 
But a strategic approach that Ben Hardy talks about is controlling your environment. You know, not even allowing yourself to go near the kitchen and instead get busy in another room. This is a form of what they call self-binding in psychology, something that I'm learning about in the book called Dopamine Nation, which is the act of limiting our access to the thing we're addicted to. Now, it's not a fail-safe, but it's a way to widen the space between us and the thing that we want to stop doing or become more disciplined in self-binding. So for example, you know, getting the thing that you want to stop drinking or eating just out of the house, just not even having it in the house. Hey, it's Sarah. And real quick, I wanted to jump in here and tell you about my new 21-day planner challenge. You already know that the key to getting organized and staying organized is to regularly use your planner every single day. For me, this is an absolute daily non-negotiable because for me to show up fully as a mom and a wife and a business owner, I rely on my planner to help me make sure that I get done what I need to get done and make space in my life for things that make me happy and bring me joy. Well, in my 21-day planner challenge that you're going to love, I want to help you build the habit of using your planner by holding your hand, so to speak, for 21 days in a row and give you a quick and easy, actionable assignment each day in using your planner. You can join this 21-day planner challenge right now today on your phone for just $19. So for less than a dollar a day, you're going to get the coaching and accountability via email to make using your planner a healthy and positive habit in your life. To join my 21-day planner challenge right now, just click the link in the show notes or go to my website, themamamiracle.com forward slash planner challenge. That's the mama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com forward slash planner challenge. This is going to change your life. Let's get back to the episode. Number two, my second reason why it's difficult to stay disciplined is because quite frankly, staying disciplined is boring. We derive happiness and a hit of dopamine, which is the feel-good chemical that rewards us anytime we do something that's exciting. We get this dopamine hit from doing new and novel things. It's been proven over and over again. And as a mom, if you get stuck in a rut... You can absolutely use this to your advantage. You know, get out of the house. Take a different route to work one day. Make something you don't normally make. Shake up your routine a bit. However, it's important to understand what's happening in your pleasure centers of the brain and why your brain is very unmotivated to stay disciplined in doing the same things over and over. Because at first, it may be very exciting to start something new, you know, such as a new morning routine or some new habit. But the excitement soon wears off when it's no longer novel and new. As time goes on, it takes more and more excitement to get the same amount of dopamine. And that high that you once felt from doing your morning routine will wear off. You know, in the last few years... I have become very much aware of my own personal addiction to doing new things. 
I talk a lot about the importance of using a planner and planning in advance and having good habits and routines. But let me be the first to admit, it is very, very hard for me to stick to habits and routines. I totally get a high from rearranging furniture in my house, starting something new, like a new goal, going somewhere new, changing plans for the day, and going out and doing something I don't normally do. I totally get a high from these things. My husband and I have come to the conclusion that we are both equally addicted to moving (laughs) and starting over in life, and we've had and we've had to become aware of our impulse to pursue the desire for change because of how it may be fun in the short term but the effects are long lasting i mean <laughs> i cannot even tell you how many times i have heard my husband say he wants to move back to california like since we've moved from california to georgia last year And I have learned to let him have his feelings and talk about his dreams, but I just don't give that conversation any energy because there is no way I'm putting my kids through that kind of upheaval again anytime soon. If you look at the word discipline, you can see that it actually comes from the word disciple which, you know, when most people think of the word discipline, they think of it in terms of punishment. But actually, to be disciplined is simply to be a disciple of something, to be a follower of that thing, to show up again and again and again. You know, in this case, it's being a loyal follower of a practice or a habit, So the next time there's something you promised yourself you would do and you really don't feel like doing it, understand probably the reason you don't want to do it is because it's not exciting to you. It's boring. It's not going to give you the same dopamine hit as other fun things you could be doing. But it's important. And we grow when we allow ourselves to be uncomfortable to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And with practice, you can become more disciplined in doing the important things that you don't feel like doing. You know, it's why I love the idea of non-negotiables. You decide in advance that doing certain things are non-negotiable. So you don't give yourself the option of not doing it. You just show up and do it, no matter how you feel. The good news is any habit you develop becomes second nature, like driving or taking medication or, you know, putting your contacts in in the morning or taking them out in the evening. I don't know about you, but I wear contacts. I've been wearing them since I was 12 years old and it has become a habit. I don't even have to think about putting them in and taking them out. Eventually, you don't have to exercise discipline to do the things that you want to practice and become more disciplined in because they just become a part of your neural network in your brain. So you do them quite automatically. Now that's the good news. You don't have to suffer in discipline forever. You don't have to suffer in feeling bored in the things you want to become more disciplined in forever. Now, number three, the third reason why discipline is difficult is distraction. Sometimes despite our best intentions, despite the fact that our 
times of willpower may even be strong enough to be disciplined, sometimes we just get distracted or we've just got so much going on that we literally forget to do the thing we said we were going to do. As busy moms with like a billion things on our plate, it's actually a freaking wonder how we ever remember to do anything or even have the energy to do anything. It takes a lot of intention on our part and the help of tools like technology, you know, setting multiple reminders on our phone, carving out the space to sit down and plan our day and write down all of the things we need and want to do because we simply can't rely on our limited memory. You know, when you think about the most successful high-end executives, they don't rely on memory to get anything done. They usually have an executive assistant to help them keep organized. And I remember when I was living in the Bay Area, when I was pregnant with my first daughter, I took a a temp job and I was working as a executive assistant at a very well-known company named McKinsey and Company. And let me tell you, Executive assistants do not get near enough credit for all they do. They are the glue that holds those executives together. There is a reason why those executive assistants in Silicon Valley make, you know, six figures, multiple six figures because of all they have to do and all that's riding on them. You know, if it weren't for those EAs managing calendars and emails and booking travel arrangements and lunch orders and all the things... The people that they work for simply wouldn't have the level of success they do. And so I want you to think of yourself as a high-level executive in your life, in your family. Now, most of us don't have personal assistants or executive assistants to plan our day for us and tell us what needs to be done and tell us where to go and what to wear and all the things. And so in a way... We have to carve out the time in the morning to be our own executive assistants with our planner and plan our day as if we are setting ourselves up for success. You know, many of us lose sight of the fact that we have very important roles as moms. You know, whether you're a working mom or a full-time stay-at-home mom, you have a very important job. You have a very hard job. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot on your plate. There's a lot of people counting on you. And sister, you have got to let yourself off the hook if you forget things sometimes. I always feel so terrible. Like I beat myself up way more than I should when I forget things, whether it's a phone call that I needed to make to a client or I promised someone I'd meet them for lunch or whatever it was. And I've had to become 100% reliant on those iPhone calendar reminders. Like my life would be a complete mess if I did not use technology and my planner to keep me on track. The other thing I want to mention with distraction is we often let others distract us from our goals. Because we are women with big hearts and we want to please people and we want to be social and we want to be the mom that does all the things. And so it's very easy for other people's agendas to distract us from what we initially wanted to be focused on, 
which was our own goals. And maybe we said we were going to start working out mid-morning every day at 10 a.m., but then a friend invited us to coffee, and all of a sudden we've abandoned our workout plans for the day. Or, you know, our spouse comes home from work and wants us to spend time with them, and all of a sudden we've abandoned our evening routine. You know that you can't truly care for others if you don't care for yourself. And part of self-care is honoring your goals and commitments to yourself. You and I have got to develop the discipline to create space in our life for the habits that are going to get us the outcomes we want. And this is going to require us to have the courage to say no and draw boundaries around the things that take away from our ability to follow through on our goals and intentions. It might feel mean to say no sometimes, but it's not mean. It's actually a very honorable thing to do. And remember, when you practice honoring your own commitments and drawing healthy boundaries and loving yourself, you are silently giving other people permission to do the same. You're teaching your kids how to honor their own goals and commitments to themselves. So here's what I want you to do. For your homework for this episode, I want you to think of one thing, one thing that if you started to do in a very disciplined manner every single day consistently would dramatically improve your life, would add value to your life, would make you feel better in many ways, would actually improve every other area of your life. If you started doing that thing in a disciplined way every day, one thing, sister, not five things. (laughs) And I want you to commit to start practicing discipline on just this one thing. Make it non-negotiable. And when the time comes for you to do that thing, because you have to decide in advance what time you're going to do it, and when that time comes, I want you to do it no matter what. I mean, unless there's some kind of emergency that keeps you from doing it. Don't skip a day. Even if you don't feel like doing it, even if it's not fun and exciting, even if you don't think that you have the energy, even if your kids or your spouse are begging you, to do something instead. Remind yourself, this is the pivotal moment. This is my opportunity to practice being disciplined like Sarah talked about. This is the defining moment where I'm either going to, you know, just skip this one day and give up like I always do, or am I going to do something different this time? Am I going to follow through on my commitment to myself? Now, I don't want you to make it a hard thing. Make it something that like takes you no more than 20 minutes a day, You know, whether it's working out or meditating or a quick cleanup or sitting down with your planner. Whatever it is that you need the most in your life right now that would improve every other area of your life, no more than 20 minutes. Don't make it an hour. That's way too hard for you to commit to. And this is why I love Jessica Thomas's redefined 
workouts because they're never more than like 20 to 25 minutes long. They're done for you. They require minimal equipment. All you have to do is push play and do the dang thing. And it's an easy way to make being more disciplined in your workouts actually happen. Now, she's running a really cool promotion right now where you can get a taste of her redefined workout for seven days. Just go to redefined.today to learn more and get to know Jessica Thomas and her workouts. So choose one thing that you're going to commit to becoming more disciplined in. Remember, this is going to give you the opportunity to strengthen that discipline muscle. And when you've mastered that one thing and have successfully integrated it into your life as a new positive habit, then you can add another thing. And pretty soon you will be living a life that's truly by your design. Another thing, as you practice being disciplined in this one thing that you're committing to every single day, I want you to keep track of how you're doing, how it's improving your life, how your life is changing. I want you to journal about it and really keep track of how you're feeling. You know, even write down, I really don't feel like doing this right now, but I'm going to do it. Or I really didn't feel like doing this, but I did it and I'm feeling proud. And then every week or so, check in and see how your life is changing and how over time it's becoming easier and easier to do that thing. I personally would love to hear what you choose to work on and commit to doing every day to help you practice being more disciplined. So what I want you to do is come share it with us in our Motivated Moms Facebook group. Create a post in that group and tell us what you're doing. Bonus points if you post a photo of yourself actually doing the thing. (laughs) Thanks for being here today. Now go out there, take charge of your day. You beautiful, powerful, and absolutely incredible mama. I'll talk to you soon. Not so fast, my friend. If you feel motivated after today's episode and moved to pay it forward and give back to me, please share this podcast with a friend. You can either share the link directly in a text message or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram. Just be sure to tag me at Sarah Munder so I can see it and give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. It's important to surround yourself with positive, like-minded people who lift you up. So I urge you to join us in our Motivated Moms Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. If you need something to help you change your life, like right now, go to my website to get a free copy of my life changing worksheet, The Mama Miracle. Just go to themamamiracle.com, put in your name and best email address, and I'll send it over to you right away. While you're there, you can sign up for my popular and affordable planner makeover course and learn how to use your planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally create time in your life for the things that really matter to you, but often get neglected. And if you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your personal and professional goals, in your relationships, then I urge you to get on the list for my exclusive 12-week coaching program breakthrough. I only work with moms who are serious and committed to changing every area of their life for the better. So if this is you, go to themamamiracle.com forward slash breakthrough. Thanks for being here today. Now go out there, 
take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon.